Hey babes, welcome to, to the, the podcast. podcast. It's Emily and Abigail. And on today's episode, we are going to be talking about heartbreaks and breakups. This super fun topic that everyone just absolutely loves to talk about. No, not at all. No, no I'm, one likes it. No. It's it's quite uncomfortable. It is sarcasm, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but first off, let's we're going to go into a little weekly recap. You first, friend. Okay, so this weekend I went to a conference and it was so much fun. I learned a lot of amazing stuff. I got to spend some time with some of my close friends. But most importantly, I ran into some of y'all. Shout out to Hannah and shout out to Mia for coming up to me. Y'all are so encouraging. They're like, hey, are you Abigail? I know you from the podcast. I'm like, no way. You know me from the podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Like, you guys are so supportive. And it just kind of took me back. It was a reminder like, okay, the work is paying off. We're doing good. Like, people are listening and they're learning and they're being attentive and i'm just so so grateful for you guys for that reason every single one of you and we want to be your friends like seriously hannah and i were like okay next time i'm in jacksonville we're besties let's get now. coffee like we're besties now we're besties uh the babes <laughs> the babes the babes for me this past week has got me d-e-a-d dead retweet i'm <laughs> dead y'all work school studying i'm dead there's not enough hours in the day <laughs> it's so true not to mention i was I, oh yeah i was in new york city oh and, my god dc I, and all of that fun stuff and then i came and picked you listen it has been <laughs> it's been the a most long two weeks it, it feels like a month in two weeks <laughs> anyways um, it's been a good past couple weeks though for us. I feel like we both have just been given some really cool opportunities and very eventful. We're though. just very, very eventful. Like she picked me up from the airport and everything and she saw me. She said, Abigail, you are dead. You are tired. I was like, uh-huh. I came straight back to her house. I fell asleep. <laughs> she literally, nap. I was like, never mind. We're not doing half the stuff we were going to do. <laughs> all right, cool. It's all right. It's cool because I slept too. And it was great. Sleep is great. Sleep is wonderful. It is not for the weak. No. <laughs> it is for the strong. <laughs> Dude, I cannot, like, I'm turning into an old lady. I'm going to bed as early as I possibly can. I'm like, let me, 8 p.m., lights out. I'm tired. Except for, I don't get off work till way midnight, later. Like midnight. Way sometimes. later. So it's fine. It's so much fun, though. But, Today's episode, we are really going to break down just a couple of, not a couple, I guess more than a couple, but some questions on like what to do in a breakup, how to approach a breakup, and just the steps to take even after a breakup. Because I feel that after a breakup is kind of a very important shaping time for period sure. for both of in individuals um, that are a part of it. So abigail do you want to just kick us off yeah so first off we're gonna kind of go in a in a domino effect i guess like we're gonna start somewhere and work our way down yeah and just how each one is gonna lead into the next but first off we're gonna talk about like knowing when to break up with someone for me personally my end goal with dating someone is always marriage so that's the same thing with me i mean yeah. but it is inevitable like mm -hmm. there are going to be some people that you think that are going to be marriage material and then you get in a relationship with them and that's when you really find out oh wait uh yeah no i feel like too with that you don't necessarily fully are 
let me rephrase. You aren't fully able to really know someone until after, I would say, a couple months of dating or even a couple weeks after dating. Like, you really start to see, like, oh, no, you're not just putting your best foot forward. Okay, like, let, let's let see, like, what you really are like. Yeah. And I feel like that beginning stage of dating is always, like, the most influential in whether you decide like oh no this We're is gonna, gonna be this is gonna be the person or maybe i need to really evaluate some things yeah. so knowing when to break up i'm not gonna lie i'm not a saint i have failed in this area i will say that clear as day <laughs> i have failed in this area because unfortunately in my past i was very keen to like grabbing on to someone and making that such a priority in my life that letting go was very hard mm. they became an idol and they we're in a place that we're not supposed to be and because of that i never revolved revolved around them them. yeah you know the thought of breaking up with my ex-boyfriend when i was with him was terrifying i was like what am i gonna (laughs) do if he's not my life and now like uh, i'm fine (laughs) now you're like i'm okay (laughs) i'm like i'm living that was actually good so it's just it's it can be sticky when you're in this situation but it's important to know red flags and recognize them so then you can prepare yourself for a breakup if you need to do it and when you feel that gut feeling do it because i kid don't you wait. not don't wait don't wait um for instance i'm friends with my ex-boyfriend now like this isn't bashing on him or anything this is just what happened we went on a break and i feel that a break should just be a breakup if you have to go on a break just end it Break is just the first part of breakup. Yes. So then we got back together and then we broke up. And <laughs> when, <laughs> right. But I knew where we were leading. I knew I was going to college. I knew these different things were going to take place. And I knew that that would have been the wise decision. But unfortunately, I was very scared and very attached to the relationship more so than the person. It was because I was like a comfort space, a security space is what he was. And if I had taken the precautions sooner and recognized where I was actually going and how the relationship was not benefiting me, then I I would have broken up with him earlier. But I was just so unaware because I was blinded by the false love. Ah, that well, that's a very good point that you make is like the like blinded by like the false love, blinded by the expectation and the right. fantasy that you could create of, oh, well, if this thing's changed, these things change, like it'll work out. I feel like it's very important when when you start dating someone and you start to pick up on like little certain things or whatever, just in general, just like overall things like again me and you are very similar like we date to marry like i'm not just gonna go date someone just for the heck of it um i personally just can't i've tried it it doesn't i i can't do it (laughs) i can't do it (laughs) i can't do it it's just not me but i think with that though there does come with people who approach it the same way there comes an extra element of when you're starting to date someone of like really evaluating everything And I feel like when you first start dating someone and you start to kind of, again, pick up on those little things and you really start to evaluate and you really start to take those precautions, like you were saying and stuff like that, it's better to do it earlier than later. And it's, listen, it's really difficult. And I want to tell everybody this, like, it is really, really difficult, especially when you genuinely like someone and you're just like, wow, this just right now where I'm at where the other person's at this individual and me like we're just we're not really helping each other like grow or I can't give what they want to give and they can't give what I need you know and things of that 
recognizing that those things aren't just things that you can just walk through yeah it ends up becoming a bigger issue it does and and i think with that though you don't need to feel um how do i want to wear this you (laughs) nice (laughs) you don't need to um like feel bad about doing it er earlier rather than later i feel like as soon as you know that's the right time to do it i think so because i have seen where people have kind of like what like what you were saying like you did like you just kind of you were secure in it so right so you just made it last as long as possible even though i knew it was inevitable even even though you knew it was inevitable and you know i actually have like a question with that because personally i've never been the person to drag it out i'm probably really cut and dry with it just because i'm like no i realized this okay i can't do that did that affect like your um like post breakup like was it more hurtful because i'm sorry because you knew like you dragged it out like longer or was it kind of like oh i'm trying to navigate this because like i still like you like like explain to me like how how that was for you because mine is a little different yeah so I'm very much a giving person. I give and give and give and give and give. And the relationship I was in, it was a majority of me giving. Mm. Um, And because of that, I was like, it's okay. He's going to stay. We're all good. Everything's great. But I noticed about two to three months prior to us breaking up, emotionally, he had checked out. Uh. And as soon as I realized that, I started to emotionally check out. And I was like, okay. I think this is kind of inevitable. I know where we're going and I know this is probably not going to last, but I mean, I, I didn't want to be the one to do it and I didn't want to experience that pain. That's the biggest thing. No one ever wants to be the person to break up with someone. Honestly, like it led to a lot of, honestly, a lot of trauma, like a lot of pain happened from it. There was some things that I'm not going to speak about on the podcast that happened, but it was just not it's just like one thing it, it, after yes, another it was not it was, it was not a healthy ending whatsoever and i mean it took a lot for me to be able to forgive everything that happened and it took a lot for me to like move on from that situation but honestly because emotionally i had checked out probably three months prior and he had two when we broke up i was just kind of already like all right that that's it And I knew at that moment, especially with me moving to college, I was like, okay, I'm not going back. Like, this is it. We're done. It's over. Like, I can't go back. I can't put myself in that situation, especially when I'm going to live two hours away. Like, I can't do that to myself. And it's just not, it's not likely and it's not going to work. And so I guess what I'm trying to say is your pain is going to hurt either way, whether you wake up with them earlier or later. Later, honestly, it just leaves more room for that person to become even more distant. And honestly, it could damage the potential for a friendship in the future because they're waiting to get out. You're waiting to get out. So ultimately, you end up hurting each other by drifting away, which you didn't. I feel like that also adds room for like more more drama to kind of take sure. place especially exactly. if someone like does check out or something exactly i think like for me more fights and just not healthy. more disagreements it's yeah. like why why are you why are you gonna try to make that happen even when you know it's not right and i feel like for me I've, i'm always the opposite i'm always like as soon as i recognize something or as soon as i recognize that the other person recognizes something i kind of like to sit down i'm like okay be honest like what like what where's your head at um okay here's mine and you know sometimes there were a couple times where you know I realized that they were feeling something and I was like okay 
hey, like whether whether or not I like it, I would rather us not waste each other's time because at the end of the day, like we're in a relationship with each yeah. other. And if you're not happy and you're not content, like and you're not really in a place where you feel like things can turn around or change or progress, then let's go ahead and just break it off and just call it good. Hands up. Okay. We both are imperfect yeah. people. Okay. Walk away. I had it, that happen a couple times. And then also like there's a couple times where, you know, I even realized I dragged one out and then one was kind of, kind of sooner. And I was like, okay, the dragged out one, I really wish I didn't drag it out because I definitely, it, it, it left that door open for drama. For drama. It yep. left that door open for drama. And I was like, I'm never doing that again. Yeah. Oh, and I think goodness, with no. dragging out, it's very easy, especially for girls to believe the best in the guy to change. Yeah. And but then if it he, just becomes a false and lie it, and expectation. And, yeah. And, and you can't change them. And I think it comes down to where do your priorities lie? Mm-hmm. And I've had to check myself. I know going into a relationship in the future, I'm going to have to make it clear to say that my life is completely separate from his until I am married to him yeah. because I am independent just because we are dating does not mean there is a ring on it. does not mean that there's a covenant between us. Come Therefore, on. Preach. You do not That's have so good. like the authority to tell me what to do, where to go, all these different things. Yes. I'm going to respect your opinion because you're my boyfriend, but I also know the difference between dating and marriage and that for myself, I have to set those boundaries so I don't get attached nearly as easily, nearly as quickly and become codependent on them. Well, and I think especially exactly what you were going to say, I was just about to go into that a little bit, is when you become so dependent on someone yeah. because you're in a relationship with them, it makes the breakup 20 times harder than when it is when you know where your priorities lie separately. Because it feels like you're losing someone like grief yeah. versus actually i'm only however whatever age you are because high school when you break up with somebody oftentimes is when you end up going to college you're only 17 or 18 you got the rest of your you life. got the rest of your life you're you got the rest like, of your life fam <laughs> my mom always told me your small town sweetheart um most likely won't last i mean if it does praise god great so happy for you but also like majority of majority the don't time. work i graduated with 220 students in my class like the realistically i'm going to college where there's 67,000 students it's, like there's it's just not gonna happen so yeah there's that next question and i think the next one is well it's kind of what we were going into yeah. is like how do you approach a breakup respectfully for you and for the other person like how can you approach someone um with a breakup which isn't easy right it's not easy for the person delivering the message not easy for the person, person receiving. receiving the message mm -hmm. it's just not it's not fun I, I know from personal experience from being on both ends of it it's it's not it, no. There, there's no there's no telling There's you that no it easy is easy way to navigate it. it it's not because if you're the person delivering it, you don't want to hurt the other person because you care about the bottom you, line because you care about them. And because you're like, listen, like I still care about you as a person, as an individual, as a friend, all of these things. But right now in in this time where we're supposed to be significant others working together, growing together like that right now, I can't do that right, right. now. I see that we're um, not compatible in this way or whatever, whatever the case may be. Yeah. That is not an easy message to deliver, especially no. when someone else doesn't see it the way you do. And at the same time, though, you as the deliverer or you as the receiver have to try to put yourself. I know it's very hard, but try to put yourself in the other person's shoes of, OK, 
I know that they're breaking up with me right now. I have all these emotions. I'm really upset right now. But okay, let me let me try to understand where they're coming from so I can give a clear response back. And I think with that, your approach is so for both parties involved is so incredibly important. Mm-hmm. I think if you're the person, you know, initiating it, you need to come at it and be like, hey, listen, like put your heart out there. It's really uncomfortable without a doubt because it's like, listen, like I said, yes, like I'm I'm in this relationship with you, but now I I can't. And I and whatever those reasons may be, you know, they may vary, you know, whatever, depending upon the person you're right. dating, you know, right? And then also from the receiving side understanding that it's not the end of the world and I think that especially with our culture and I'm I'm gonna say probably maybe more so towards girls maybe some guys as well but a breakup can destroy someone and I think that's so true like with the culture can, I mean look at the music we have it's it's so it's so sad too yeah. because we have two conflicting I feel like major trends, I guess you could say it's the heartbroken and the The ones that are like, I'm independent. I don't need nobody. Like I don't need no friends. I don't need any of that. There is no like in between. Mm -hmm. And I, I think when you're in a breakup, you need to be very careful to balance the two because it's not the end of the world. You're young. Even if you're older, you still have so many other people in the world. Like you can look forward to getting to know. And then at the same time, like don't completely shut yourself off because there's so, so again, so many more people in the whole entire world. And it's about, your perspective exactly more than anything exactly and i think for myself as far as approaching a breakup i've been on both sides i've been the receiver and the deliverer and then i've also been in one where it was like mutual and Mm -hmm. i think nobody wants to have that conversation it's hard like let's be honest it's a very hard conversation because when you care about someone it's so easy to shut down and be like oh my gosh they're not going to be in my life anymore. They're leaving me. Like, what did I do wrong? And you just start thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking. Preconceived ideas before literally can like set the tone for the entire breakup. Like if you are super anxious before, it's going to be so much more difficult. I think for both people, because I feel like when one person is not calm, the other person is not calm because they're like, well, what's going on? Like blah, 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 blah. But if you approach it somewhat level headed, give your time. I feel like, in order to be respectful, I, I will say this, and I, I'm a firm believer, in order to be respectful during a breakup, you need to give yourself like two days, two, three days, process through what you want to say. That way you're not going off the cuff. You're not saying stuff that doesn't matter because that is something that happens in breakups a lot. Stuff is brought up, like he said, she said type stuff that doesn't need to be involved. It can literally be be super short and sweet. I feel like breakups, like they become really elaborate. They don't need to be. Give yourself those two to three days to really narrow down like, okay, no, this is what I'm going to say. And if you need, I'm totally that person. I need like to write down my thoughts and my notes because I do get kind of nervous and things that, during those type of situations and make yourself a little bit of an outline and be like, okay, these are key points that I really want to touch. And like, they're not to diss you. 
don't diss a person unless they're absolutely horrible, but even then still don't diss them. Right. You know, but you can, there's a gentle and respectful way to be like, Hey, when you did that, that wasn't okay. So I'm going to let you know that that is part of the reason why, but here's the bigger picture. Let me paint the bigger picture for you. So you can understand that right now, this isn't going to work. And then also for the other person to understand, not just leave them in the dark. I feel like, yeah. I, f- I feel like, cause I then think a lot of people jump to assumptions yep. on why you're even doing it. And then it just spirals even more out of control. And the one thing that I can encourage all of you guys to do, if you are being the deliverer, be honest. Yeah. Hiding from the truth and lying is not going to get you anywhere. In fact, it's going to hurt the other person more when the truth surfaces. Oh yeah. Because I, like I said, all is fine now. In the past, I've been lied to in the middle of a breakup. The reasons I was being broken up with is not the actual reason why I was being broken up with. There was a lot behind the, the scenes truth, I didn't the know. The truth will always come out one way or It'll another. It'll always come out. So just cover your own butt and, and like just say the truth. And honestly, from a receiver point of view, I would have rather received the full truth of the story instead of finding out a month or two down the line when I think I'm healed and I think I'm fine and then I hear what the happened real, the real reason then i hear the real reason then i hear oh this took place this happened it's all like the breakup happens all over again exactly it happens all over again and you're reliving the emotions to an even more extreme and it's just so heavy so if you did something that was out of line and that's one of the reasons you're breaking up with them be honest, be honest because receiving it directly from you instead of lying over and over and over again it's not only going to save you pain but save the receiver which you're supposedly caring about Make sure that you are honest and that comes with respect and honor. Mm-hmm. And if you truly ever did love that person, you respect and you honor them. Exactly. And I feel like with that too, even if you start getting thoughts about doing something out of line, that might be a sign that uh, you ain't ready to be in a relationship Correct. with somebody. And that's the point where you really need to be like, okay, we're done. I, I cannot yep. and that's not on you, but it's on me. And then I feel like another thing as well during breakups as the receiver person and and as and as the I want to say breakup, but that's not, I don't know how to like say it. The deliverer um, don't take false responsibility. I feel like in in breakups as well. And correct me if you disagree, but I would assume to say that majority of breakups People get so uncomfortable with the conversation that they just say sorry for everything, even stuff that isn't their fault and That's stuff true. that and stuff that the receiver is not at fault for. They'll be like, well, I'm sorry. I'll work on this. I'll work on that. And it's like, hold on. No, like you don't need to apologize. You did nothing wrong. It's just not working. Right. And that's OK. It's not anyone's fault. It's not working. It's just not working. And then is the deliver. Don't take don't take that false responsibility of, oh, I'm breaking her heart. I'm doing this. I need to be over empathetic. It's like, no, you're being honest with yourself and you're being honest with right. them. What the end of the day is going to help both the receivee and the deliverer to move on with your life and actually be happier and grow from it. Like right. it's really a good learning experience. And the fact that you're not dragging it on is going to show your maturity and it's going to show and and hopefully, hopefully, the receiver will be respectful and understand where you're coming from and respect your decision and not make some like crazy elaborate story. That also comes with, if you're the receiver and how do I word this the right way? Okay. 
if you are the receiver and you know it's not the full truth, it's a lot easier to react. Mm-hmm. I will say that firsthand. Mm-hmm. If you know this isn't the whole story, this isn't the real reason you're breaking up with me, and you just want them to finally admit the truth, you start going in circles. Yep. And honestly, I'm going to tell you ladies, at that point, if you think he did something and you have evidence of it, honestly, it happened. It's not going to change. The best you can do for yourself is be like, okay, I'm done. I'm letting you go. I need to move on. I'm taking myself out of the equation because if you insert yourself back into the equation, it's going to add up to something you don't want. What? Well, and then like my question is like to people who do stay in relationships like that and toxic relationships, because I feel like at that point it's a very toxic yeah. relationship is why would you want to stay with someone that you're not happy with, that you're just looking for approval from when they're not seeking approval from you, obviously, by the way that they're acting and everything like that, rather than being happy and secure and independent by yourself. Right. And being able to create a life where where you're confident by yourself, for yourself, you know, everything like that's a whole nother soapbox that I can go on. It just goes back to check your priorities and make sure you honor and respect them yeah that's that i think i think that's very very true um so our next question is how to deal with the heartbreak and and i i want to say specifically um when you're in the same friend groups because personally (laughs) personally a couple of my ex-boyfriends they are very tight-knit in my like friend groups and like we're all cool now like whatever like it's fine but at the beginning, it was very awkward. It's like, I see you everywhere I go. How do I, like, how do I break how down every time I see you? Because let's be honest. You go through a breakup, you see that person in public, and you freeze. You're just like, ah. You're like, this is awkward. Or <laughs> I'm from a very small town. So <laughs> whenever I broke up with my ex, it's like I went to Target, and I would see, like, his sister. Or I would go somewhere else. I would see his parents. No. And I would go I somewhere could, uh, else and see nope. everyone. And I'm like... I love them so much, but I need to just like hibernate in my room. <laughs> like, oh my God. Because it's a reminder of the breakup. So I guess when it comes down to being in the same group, being in a small town like that, um, the best way to navigate that, in my opinion, is make sure that that breakup is between you and that person and not you and that family, because your the family still cares about you. I mean, if you were close with the family, right? Because most people are, especially if it's a long-term relationship. You were close with the family. That doesn't mean don't, that relationship can go. That don't, has to go away. Don't reflect your feelings and emotions for an individual for a whole group. For, yeah, that, that that say that again. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know how. That to was say. good. Uh, don't like. Don't put on a certain group like the feelings and emotions you have for that person. Don't project that onto onto a group of their friends or even their family or siblings or whatever. Because only the individual is responsible for their actions. No, and That's and, it. and and they are responsible for the way they react and everything. Not right. everyone else. That's so good. And I feel like. You know, depending upon who you're in a relationship with or whatever, or and the group of people, you know, some groups are just weird and they end up taking sides. And um, personally, I despise that. And I, I, I find it very, very silly because at the end of the day, the breakup is between two people, not two groups of people. Right. Um, that otherwise it would be a war and we're not doing that, uh, that we haven't had one for a while. Thank God. Yeah. Um, but, but I'm just like, you know, with that, you have to have boundaries. So say if it's an intimate, so say you have a group of um, like nine, 10 friends or whatever, and you end up hanging out and 
it's you know just like four of you and you're in that four and the other person's in that four as well maybe excuse yourself from that so it's never a you're never left in a situation where you're one-on-one with them right especially if you don't feel comfortable with that now if you feel comfortable with that do do as you please but i feel like at the beginning no one's ever really comfortable right and um i would also say again with the boundaries thing if you're friends okay i'm about to say something that's going to contradict like everything within like gen z ever (laughs) don't stalk them don't stalk your ex whether you're the breakupy or the breakup please don't you're just gonna find stuff you don't want to find and a lot of times uh, even as the breakupper because i've like breakupper the the breakupper (laughs) the deliverer the deliverer whatever is you know even they like to stalk who they break up with and it's like okay that person is going through the breakup too they're probably trying to get over you they're probably trying to process everything so they might go hang out with different people they might go hang out with different guys different girls whatever And and that's okay and don't create drama because of it Please, for the love of God, do not create drama and friends of people who are going through breakups. It's not your business to tell them That's good. what they're doing. It is none of your business. And it's none. It, it, it is literally none of your business to be like, oh, did you see who so and so was hanging out with with so and so last night on a Tuesday while we were all here? Oh, my Lord, please stop. We are not in middle school on the playground. Well, one thing that I've had to learn is even with my friends that are in relationships with people, if I'm already friends with both of them, both of them, I'm friends with the guy and I'm friends with the girl. I have two separate relationships just because I'm friends with the guy does not mean that his girlfriend needs to know every single thing we talk about. Just because I'm friends with the girl does not mean her boyfriend needs to know every single thing we talk about. Keep those friendships still intimate and separate between the relationship in itself. Because yes, you need to respect if it is one of your friends that is a girl, you need to respect their boyfriend and you need to acknowledge that that is your boyfriend. You should not be flirting with them. It should be strictly friends and you should have boundaries in place that are respectful, respecting to the girlfriend but if you were already friends with them before everything took place, there's never been feelings before. Make sure you're establishing that that is your own individual friendship with that person. Because otherwise, it very easily can become a huge mess of now she knows everything that I didn't want her to know. I was just confiding in him about it. Or he knows everything that I didn't want him to know. I was just confiding in her about it. And it becomes this triangle of everyone has to know all of my business and blah, 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 blah. And it goes in circles keep your relationships between that person and the other person it's a matter of minding your own business just mind your own business we we talk about it all the time but just mind your own business okay so i guess now that we've kind of covered the breakup the process receiving delivering all that all the in between all the in between the actual encounter in itself Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) let's talk about moving on Mm. moving on Oh, there's so many things to talk about with this. I feel like when you're moving on, there is an appropriate way to move on and there's an inappropriate way to move on um, for for your healing, for your heart. Uh, I think a lot of people in the moving on just try to look for a rebound. Mm -hmm. 
and in turn end up hurting a different individual just because you're hurt because hurt people hurt people right correct um don't do that (laughs) if you if you can help it please don't because i've been the rebound and it absolutely stinks because you start thinking oh wait they're really into me oh wait like this really might be like something and then they're like i miss so and so and you're just like bruh i'm a filler (laughs) like like, like what you like what you mean okay but i think when you're approaching moving on in a healthy way um we kind of talked about it in our past episodes but really learning to develop yourself and prepare yourself um by yourself i think it goes back to that whole concept i think it's a matter of not letting the breakup consume you yeah Um, exactly because i know here's how i would put it that first week within a breakup is hard sucks it's really hard the first day after you wake up and you're like ah ah this like you wake up and it's fresh it hurts i know give yourself i say give yourself a week it's okay to cry it's okay to cry it's okay to feel those emotions curl up in your bed it's okay to have your friend bring you ice cream and splurge shout out to macy i love you so much um (laughs) (laughs) it's okay to do those things um but also know when you get to a point when you're letting it consume your life and keep you from your goals and aspirations yep exactly so that's why i say yes take us take a minute but also make sure that once you are seeing that it's consuming all that you are you need to get to a point where you're like actually no i need to get up i need to better myself i need to focus on myself and Honestly, my you just sneezed. I totally just like did like huge. Sneeze. My favorite, I, I mean, it's kind of rude, but my favorite thing to say is like, his loss. Moving on, let's go. Well, I think in that it, it can be taken rude, but it can at be the same negative, time, but also it gets you encouraged to move forward. Well, I think at the end of the day, you know, you really can only look out for yourself, and I also like, you know, his loss. Like if if. If they can't take you for who you are, right? If they can't take you for the dreams and aspirations that you want to do, if they can't support you in, um, let's say, your goals or whatever, if they can't do that, then it's their loss because you're running your own race. And if they can't do that, like, that's on them, right? Like, that's not on you. Right, right, right. Like, also learn from your own personal mistakes within the breakup if you were in some type of navigation where you hurt the person okay take those and learn from it take take that week really to just look at the picture as a whole accept your responsibility in it whatever side you're on just like really accept the responsibility that you do have because no matter what side you're on you have um, have played a part. You do yeah. have a part and you played a part in it. And I think with that, um, accepting accepting that nobody's perfect in it, right? right. Accepting that you're dating an imperfect person. Right. Um, there's going to be things you disagree with and that they disagree with with you. Right. And that's okay. And don't let those little things um, consume you again. But also learning to forgive the person whether however they may have hurt you or even just for the fact of 
like losing that relationship or that friendship or whatever, even in friendship breakups, you really have to forgive that person. And it's difficult. It is. Let me tell you. So forgiveness. Let's talk about that. Forgiveness is not saying what they did was okay. No, it's, it's definitely saying not. I know I have no control over your actions. And if I hold on to this bitterness and anger, I'm going to end up hurting myself. Unforgiveness is literally like poison. Unforgiveness you hold, makes you numb. You hold a grudge. It turns into a grudge and grudges just turn into grudges turn into whatever, um, not whatever, whenever you see someone that even has a slight tendency, you automatically hold that grudge also for that person. Yeah. And, and it doesn't just become a certain grudge for one person. It becomes just kind of all over the place and you become really bitter really, really fast. And I can say that forgiveness in itself, when I learned how to forgive, it just felt like a weight was lifted off my shoulder because I think what we th- go through in breakups is we continue to go in this circle of, I'm so hurt or they hurt me or I don't want to forgive them because they did me so wrong. I don't want to release them. They deserve pain. They deserve to be treated the way that they treated me. They deserve all of this, blah, blah, blah. And you go in circles. But honestly, you sitting there hoping that that happens for them is dwelling in it. Mm -hmm. And you can't abide in somebody else's relationship. You can't abide in them. You need to abide in yourself and in your goals and in what you are dwelling on is what matters. What you are dwelling on is what shapes you. If you're dwelling in that relationship and that person and how they hurt you, your thoughts, feelings, and actions are going to reflect that. Your sadness and depression, anxiety attacks are going to reflect that. If you're dwelling in yourself and abiding and continue to move and grow in yourself and you're working out and you're continuing to further your education and further your your goals and dreams and aspirations positivity is going to come from that determination is going to come from that all of those aspects that you actually want to develop as a person before you get into a healthy relationship it matters about where are you dwelling if you keep dwelling in the past you're going to miss what is in store for you in the future and in the present I think that's so good. That's such a good point. I think also is allowing allowing yourself time to process. A lot of people don't allow for that proper time period. And, and then and, it'll come three months later. And, and Well, yeah, but at the same time, it's it's okay if you're hurt by it. Yeah. And, and, and validate your emotions because way too often I do see people... Um, kind of go go through a breakup and they're just like well no one cares about my emotions no one cares about this it's like no your emotions are valid for sure 110 percent. it sucks it's this it's that whatever but at the same time again like you said don't abide don't dwell don't let that become your focus on everything that went wrong focus on okay these are the opportunities that i have for the future wow okay let me look at this relationship these are the things that I've learned these are the good things. Like not every relationship is absolutely horrible. There are good and bad. Focus on the good and be like, wow, okay, so these are qualities that were amazing. Now let me look at, you know, what what personally for me was wasn't okay. Okay, let me see. Like these things kind of annoyed me. These things are, are actually big deals for me. And use that. Take them in. Put them in your pocket or whatever, you know, and and move on from that and start walking with your head held high. Don't don't be the person where you're just crying and all of that. I know it takes time to process. Again, allow yourself that time to process, but don't let that become your defining um, 
your defining character your defining character like a lot of people i feel like you can definitely um how how do i want to say this they will let the breakup define them even when they're in a moment with people that are loving them that are there to support them and everything they just can't get past like the one person the, hurting they, you. They, yep. they can't get past it so then it reflects bad and then all the gossip starts and then it becomes like a nasty breakup after that mm-hmm. but make sure that you're validating your emotions make sure that you're taking that time of of really processing through a breakup and then forgive and move on and start focusing on your goals instead of yeah. that time where you were going to be texting or messaging them or whatever maybe use that time to me read a self-motivation book or go do something that you haven't been able to do because you were in that relationship go do something that's going to boost your spirits um i think that is the biggest advice that i have is go do things that help you be you and help bring positivity back into your life in the time periods and times especially in the times where you're feeling really down about it yeah and i think one of the other major things that i would advise you to do is take the relationship yes experience the emotions yes there's going to be good and bad that comes from it but at some point i want you to take those emotions and feelings and set it aside from the reality of what actually happened Mm mm-hmm you know, we let the emotions yeah. and feelings really define our outlook on the whole situation. Mm-hmm. But if you sit back and you say, yeah, I'm sad. Yeah, I'm depressed, whatever. Yeah, I'm angry. If you're like, okay, I am all these things, but this is actually what happened. This is actually what took place. This is actually fantasy versus reality. Mm-hmm. Fantasy versus reality comes with the breakup too. And you have to differentiate the reality of what it is in your feelings and emotions because so easily we let our feelings and emotions just change who we are and we let it consume our thoughts and we let it be an outlook of it what alters we are. your personality it alters your personality and it slows you down and moving on it definitely does um and just r- to finish up and kind of wrap up with everything what we're really trying to get across to everyone and especially during february because i know It's kind of, again, that time where, like, a lot of people are getting together and starting, like, new relationships and everything like that. But it's also a lot of times in time of transition for certain individuals and everything is be – don't let it – I'm going to rephrase that. Don't let one little thing – take an entire month or year away from you. That's good. Don't let one little moment – outweigh all the good moments um you can be in a healthy relationship and all of a sudden like you know you're not in it anymore don't reflect on it on all the bad things like okay be like no these are these are great memories that i have with this person i just i'm not with that person anymore and then also again this is this is kind of for me and then abigail will kind of go in what like personally for her because i think this is a more personal one-on-one type episode than than a general overview um but don't let one breakup define the rest of the relationships you have and opportunities for relationships you have for the rest of your life please don't do that um there are reasons and seasons that come and go and they're learning time periods for every single person involved and um 
you really have to approach it in a mature way in order to be able to process in a mature way. Like you really need to like, you got to put your emotions aside and everything like that, but really look at the benefits of it. Look at like, okay, yeah, this kind of sucks, whatever. But look at all the opportunities you have now. Look, Focus on the positive. Yeah. And for me personally, I like speaking for Emily and I, we've both been through pretty nasty breakups. (laughs) 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 Like, pretty severe. Um, Not the tea. (laughs) But I can really say that you're going to be okay. Like, if you're going through a breakup right now and you feel like your world is crumbling, I'm telling you, you're going to be okay. I know everyone says it, but everyone has seasons where you may go through a really tough breakup. And it's not easy. I will not lie. It is one of the hardest things because you're having to let go of that person. You're having to let go of that relationship and you are experiencing pain through letting go. Yeah. But I'm, I'm telling you just hold on because it will be okay. I look back at that relationship that I was in. I'm just so thankful. I am so thankful for the experience while it lasted. I'm so thankful for the family that I got so close with. I'm so thankful for all the time I spent with them because really it helped shape my character and who I am today because they taught me lessons I didn't learn from other people in my life. Yeah. And I just am so beyond grateful for having that experience and everything in every season you are in is intentional for a reason, whether it is for a learning experience or whether it is for a long-term experience. And take that and take capture of it because I look back and I still have a relationship with my ex and his parents. Like I'm still close with them and I, I respect them and I'm thankful that I had the opportunity while I did, but now I'm also learning, okay, there's different attributes that I need to look for in a husband. There's different things that I need to evaluate. Okay. What did I not appreciate and what do I want in the future? And there's different places also as well where I'm having to realize, okay, this is where I failed to meet the standard that I was expecting for him to meet. You got to learn from your mistakes. Yeah. I think it's just, we put so much on breakups and there's so much pressure on it. And we listen to the Olivia Rodrigo album and we go on repeat and we say, he's a heartbreaker, all this stuff, blah, 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 blah. I'm not gonna lie. I did that. But, (laughs) but I mean, what you put in is how you are going to act from it. If you're dwelling and listening to those songs over and over and over, of course, you're going to get in your feelings. Of course, you're going to feel the pressure. Of course, you're going to because the people are literally in the same spot that you're in. But say I go put on a song and I go to the beach and I'm listening to Sweet Caroline or something driving down the road. I'm going to be in more of a happy mood. You know, what you put in is what is being brought out of you. Yep. I think that's such a good point. And uh, just to kind of wrap up, all of February. This is crazy. This is oh the last gosh. episode. Like <laughs> February it's literally ended so, so fast. fast. So fast. Did we really have four episodes on relationships? I really don't think so. But anyways, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> here we are um, on the fourth one. But I hope that you guys during this, during honestly, this whole entire series, it has been a learning curve for us personally. We're both still walking through things. We're, we're both, both still walking through relationships. Like we're, stuff. we're both learning and everything like that but i think try to hear what we're trying to say through all of these things try to hear our hearts in it and also you know approach in every situation that we have talked about over all of february all of february approach it 
with a mature mentality. If you approach it with a mature mentality and mm-hmm. you take it in with a mature mentality, you will react with a mature mentality. That's good. And um, I think that's kind of, if if we can sum up all of Feb February in probably like one quote, like that would be it. Because with relationships, it is two people. So both of you need to be mature in it in whatever season it is. And we're just so happy that we were able to share a little bit of the knowledges and experiences that we've personally walked through. Obviously we're not perfect. We're still like learning. We're still young. We're still, you know, twenties and like teens. Like it's crazy. (laughs) That's crazy. Like it's so whack. But at the same time, like really hear our hearts in this. This isn't us like being like, we have all the answers. We're psychologists and we look, no, this is just from personal experience. This is just from personal experience. I think if I were to say one thing from the month of Feb, babe, you wary. Um, it would be preparation requires perseverance and that mm-hmm. perseverance is going to prohibit pressures within the relationship that's good because while you're preparing you have to be consistent and you have to be really acknowledging of the fact that this is not only going to affect you but the future person you are with mm-hmm. and it's so important to persevere in preparing and then also as far as pressures in a relationship if you're already prepared and you get into that relationship the pressures they're off because you're focused on yourself. Yep. You're still focused on. You got your I'm own boundaries. Yes, you know what You got it your is. own boundaries. You know what's going on. So stay tuned. We cannot wait, guys. <laughs> March freaking madness. It's going to be crazy. We good. have an awesome lineup. So basically going into a little detail, March madness, we're going to have guest stars throughout the whole entire month. Yeah, it's going to be really 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 cool um some influencers we can't wait to keep you guys updated so stay tuned on all of our social media maybe even get some of y'all on here uh stay tuned it'll be super super good so we can't wait to see you guys next wednesday in march like this month is what like that's not okay we've had a podcast for two months what what That's crazy. Okay. All right, babes. We'll see you (laughs) next Next Wednesday. Wednesday. Bye, babe. Bye.